Hi, Emil. I'm Aday. Welcome to another episode of the Peter Bowles Conversational Cold Sack. Brown sitcoms. This conjures up to me porridge. Oh, yep, okay. Are we talking towers? 40 Towers, The Good Life. Yep, okay. Porridge. Yeah, porridge. Um, I always go for political man as I am. Uh, yes, Minister. Yes, yes Prime Minister. Minister. I think they're very brown when you watch them, you know. On the buses. Yeah, on the buses. Very of its time. Um, yeah, um, you've got Reggie Perrin. Reggie Perrin. Reggie yeah. Perrin. That ah, well, yes. of course, if you're going to go Reggie Perrin, you've got to go the ultimate, the classic brown sitcom in our eyes. It's it's all brown. It's of course. all brown. Not all brown. Oh, not all brown. All no, brown. all brown. Brown. It's got to be, of course, Rising Dam. Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant program. The, the brown of all sitcoms. Well, yeah. I mean, the wallpaper's brown. Yep. The carpet. The furniture's brown. Flooring, carpet. The flares are brown. Very, very, very brown flares. The cardigans are brown. <laughs> it's <laughs> hint of beige. <laughs> Just a hint of beige. Just a hint of beige, but yeah, very, very brown. Obviously, Miss Jones tried to glam it up a bit with uh, her blue sunglasses the, she used the, to wear. The when big she was, glasses. Yeah, when she was a bit When she had a head. A head on. When she yeah. had a head. And when she was in love. <laughs> yep. Uh, usually with Philip. Usually with Philip. Uh, flip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> flip. Flip. Yeah. And then called Soul. Rigsby would always uh, try and cheer up with a bit of Miss Jones. <laughs> Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Always. Richard Beckinsale, of course. Sadly, no God bless him. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 32? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Un- unknown heart condition, I think. And left two daughters of various beauty. I think he was... Kate Beckinsale, incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, Sarah very much. Beckinsale. Not, <laughs> maybe not so much. Yeah. You almost went Rigsby then again. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I don't know, bizarre. I mean, I think he was filming... I know it's a bit off topic, but I think he was filming something at the time. And um, I think he'd seen his doctor, got an MOT, if you like, uh, only a few days before and was all fine. Filming a TV programme, felt a bit unwell, went home that evening. And I think if, from what I've read, or what I've sort of know is right, I think he'd said that he... He'd, that particular night, he went home, but before doing so, he'd spoken to someone and was sort of saying he was worried about his own mortality. Oh, like he knew something like was coming. premonition. Yeah, I think so. And then, of course... Didn't turn up for rehearsals or for filming the next day. I think someone went to um, check him as you know, these things happen. And yeah, it died, died in the middle of the night, I think. Yeah, because also there was that thing on ITV3, um, Rising Damp Forever or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so I've uh, not seen that. You should watch it because it has to be asked. Ronnie Barker was at an award, like a BAFTA ceremony, and he actually yeah. said, you know, this is for Richard Beckinsale, and he got a bit quite choked up by Ronnie oh, Barker. Oh, really? Yeah, when I was talking about obviously porridge. Well, it's, it's a shame though because I know obviously with Rising Damp in particular, they did the film version. Um, oh, not good. 1980, I think it was. It had a. It, it was more of an 80s vibe about it. It was less brown. Much yeah, less brown. Much less brown. <laughs> Set as well, bizarrely, in Notting Hill, I think it was as well. Yeah, they changed right? location. So if you're um, from like grimy, it's grim up Yeah, but north, also, I think. London. I think the whole house was less grotty. Mm. You know, in, in that compared, when you compare it to the series. Yeah. When so, it might be that maybe with the series filmed at ITV or Granada or Thames or whichever one it might have been at the time, one of the franchises, it was filmed on an old tape. So yes. it gave, again, that brown... Brownness. Brownness. But again, I, I don't like the movie. It doesn't work because they've taken classic episodes, which for me are brilliant, yeah. and they've just completely sort of re-filmed them without a studio audience. Yeah. You film it okay. It just doesn't work. No. And setting it in London just doesn't work No. Either. But also, I always find that the character that replaced... Richard Beckinsale, so it's not yeah. it's not Alan, it's not the same character, yeah. but it's a very very similar character. He's the guy, and, the guy from Only When I Laugh. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, it's nothing against him. He's you know he does a good job, I think, with what they've given him. But I think he he was trying to go into it, and I mean he must have known as an actor going into that doing that film, he must have known that he got it because yeah, you know, Beckinsale big, had, had passed away. Yeah, big shoes to fill. Yeah, hugely. But I think they also they they gave that character less 
screen time because of it, mm. which, yeah, okay, was probably a good thing in, in hindsight, but it, it doesn't work for me, not compared to the, compared to the TV episodes. Yeah, and obviously, us talking about Beck and Sound Barker leads us nicely into Porridge, which, yeah. although we're classed as a brown sitcom... I'd say it's more grey. More grey. <laughs> more grey. in uh, Hermes' prison, Slade. Slade, which... filmed at, uh, well, the outside, done at um, Chelmsford, wasn't Chelmsford it? Dick. Chelmsford Prison, yeah. yeah. Obviously, it's, um, studio set in. Supposed to be yeah. in Northumberland or Cumbria or something. Cumbria, yeah. Cumbria, Cumbria. All right. Yeah. All right. Old, old uh, Mackay. Mackay. Who mentions uh... Fulton Mackay? Of course. <laughs> Gobar. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Richard Beck. Richard Beck is all over. Great in that show. You know that worked again. I know that series. Uh, there's three series of that, was there? Two Christmas. I think there was three series, yeah, two Christmas episodes, two Christmas specials. Yeah. I think if I'm right, the series three didn't have Richard Beckinsale in it. He, the, the character had left left jail and and gone already or i think so maybe the second half of that mm. you know they they filled it out with the ancillary sort of characters and then they obviously went on to do what was it called uh what, the follow-up to it what going going straight, straight. Going that straight. was it with a young rodney wasn't he yeah that? nicholas lynhurst yeah playing yeah. um playing one of fletcher's sons fletcher's kids yeah. actually had his only son i think because he had a daughter and a son didn't he ingrid and uh, don't, don't worry if what you can hear, it's just the flight, but we're sitting under the flight path at the moment. So. We're on the main approach to Heathrow. It's all right, everyone. It's okay. Be prepared. Don't worry. There just might be some more brown in a minute, so it's all fine. So. Yeah. We, uh, we're going to shoot off to Miami after this. I think we need to. Um, obviously, this is going to take off massively, this little podcasty kind of thing we're doing here. We so hope so. We hope you're enjoying it so far, folks. Look, it's, it's a bit of fun for us all. It's basically, as a side note, really, the kind of backstory of what this is. Us to uh, That's Elon Maday. Yeah, Elon Maday here. We work together and we have a lot of mutual interest in what most people find is rubbish, you know, <laughs> honestly. And it is, you know, but we also know, um, and this is kind of where we, before we've known each other for what, for three, almost four years. Mm. And there's a lot we have in common in terms of the kind of TV programmes and the music, the movies, which you're going to hear things about in the in the subsequent episodes and it's things we've got in common basically things we like and it's only by having a having a laugh about these things that we've we've suddenly discovered that we both like a lot of the same crap basically a lot of the same rubbish and we're uh, sharing this crap with you yeah because there's bound to be other people who surely there's got to be other people out there we know this that that like brown sitcoms um or what we term well your your wife termed brown sitcoms she did brown programs brown sitcoms brown programs anything in the 70s she calls brown (laughs) which you know and, and it's quite fitting it's quite apt i think because uh, as we said at the beginning of this it, they are very brown yeah. i mean know, look, the majority look at again one of my favorites i know one of yours uh the light or whatever happens to, whatever the, happened to the likely lads the original series obviously black and white older very very northern don't get me wrong that's where it was set newcastle. that's where it was newcastle yeah. of course yep geordie's but it was i think when you when you go and watch that compared to whatever happened to light lads when they came back it was color it was all these things well cut brown of course, brown, of course. Um, but when they went into the action it was a completely different vibe to the series and it just worked so much better I really liked I it. I like the dynamic of Bob has grown up. He's he's engaged to Thelma. He's got he wants down, to move on. Yeah, he's, he's very middle class. Very he's middle got the class. Cars and the lifestyle. He's got the, the, Whereas, the detached. He's got the car. He's yeah. got the wire. Terry comes out of the army. Nowhere to go. Living back home with his mum. Doesn't really do anything else do other anything. than what he did before. Yeah, if anything, betting, slightly less. Betting, gambling, you know, drinking. He used smoking. to in the original series. They both used to work together at the factory. That's right. Whereas yeah, when they come back, he's he's not working at that. No, I, I don't think anyway. The, he's just on the dole. I Bob, think he, Bob's yeah. got his middle class aspirations. Yeah, works in an office. Um, yeah, all that sort of his construction uh, company. I've yeah, he's got the, he's got the suit. He's got all, all that, <clears throat> that long, long hair. Got the kipper tie. Kipper tie. Big and kipper tie. Very seventies, you know, Regan Wind color, collars, hair. It's, it's, it's all yeah, there. It's all there. Know. It's all there. 
I can't remember. Is it the is it the first episode of whatever happened when Terry comes train. back? Uh, Bob's very come. They're on a train, are they? They're on a train, and Terry, Bob's reminiscing about an old friend he had called Terry or whatever. And Terry's like reading the paper and just yes, listening. Yes, that's it. And then they realise it. it's him he's talking about. Yes. And then yeah, and then they I'm move not on. quite. I'm not quite sure how how many years have passed in, bet- between like lads and whatever happened. Well, to as, him. Is it, is as, it as Terry is Collier it? would tell you, it's five years. Five, five years in it? the army. Five yes. years he gave his life to the army. Yeah, of course. And he got married to. Doesn't like to talk about it. Doesn't like to talk about it. Yeah, Inga, um, I think it was. Inga, like yes, it could he's be. got a, a tattoo of her name on his bum. Yes, that's right. That's Something right. along those lines. Yeah, doesn't like to talk about his five years in the army. Yep. He's seen things that are, you know scare the life out of Bob. And, and am I right in saying as well, ha- with the subsequent episodes or whatever happened to you, you learn that Thelma knew them. Did you when know them when yeah, they were kids as well? Were kids they were maybe in the same yeah. school or something like that. Not necessarily yeah. the same class, but the same school perhaps. So she knows of Bob and Terry before. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, because. It's always been Bob and Thel, because I think the one where Bob and Thelma get married, Terry gives them the uh, the photo album, and he says it's always been Bob and Thelma ever since they met when they were 11 or something. Yeah, those that's lines, right, that's right. Uh, whatever the school's called. But she was never, ironically, she was never mentioned in the original Like Lad series when they worked at the factory together. As far as I know, and as far as I can recall, don't get me, I'm no expert on this, and a lot of episodes have been wiped as mm. well, sadly. Um, BBC and it's, and not only BBC, ITV, I think it did it as well. They used to wipe a lot of programmes because they, did. they didn't foresee the resale or the rebroadcast value. But also in creating space and they needed the tapes again. Yeah, bizarrely. I mean, back, back then when it was huge tapes. Back then, big reel to reel tapes, obviously a, a rare commodity and you yeah. had to delete programmes. Whereas now, obviously, you can fit everything onto onto a phone. You can do, you can do so much. You, <laughs> you can know, do you can so fit much basically. Phone, yeah. <laughs> you can. Um, you can fit all that on. So it's it's, yeah. it's such a shame because there's so many episodes of these things, you know, uh, like lads in particular, that that have been wiped. You know, never to be broadcast and never. To, ne- you know, the only time they may ex- may exist is if someone very luckily. Um, I know these things get brought up even and had sort of some sort of recording of it way back when. Someone you know might have uh, yeah VHSed it or Betamaxed it in their day and wanting to go back to the sometimes BBC. the directors or producers of the show sometimes do mm. their own their own things I think their own versions of things I think but yeah a lot of shows you know a lot of shows I think were missing episodes but again it just it's that that era of brownness yeah that, that era I mean what else I mean we got the Good Life I mean that Good was Life brown with a splash of colour because obviously Bit of colour. Mar- Margot and Jerry next door were quite yeah colourful in comparison to Tom and Barbara's yeah. Down to earth, obviously self-sufficiency. Yeah, I think if you look at that program and, and the sort of two couples, you would say that Tom Barbara were the brown the brownness brown in, in that, whereas you know Margot and and Jerry were just yeah they they, they were bringing the colour into that show. Again, couple with middle class aspirations. Yeah. Slightly looking down their nose at their neighbours. Slightly sneering. But always misjudged. Mm. I mean Margot yeah. more. I think Jerry wasn't so much. I think Margot was more of the you know was the the snobby. Mm. snobby character Jerry just liked to drink yeah and he did but he also didn't I don't think he looked down on, on Tom Barber as much as Margot did he maybe could, a little bit he could see what they were trying to achieve yeah. whereas Margot thought they were bringing down the area the uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the pig, streets of Surbiton the, the pig pigsty in the back garden you know all these sort of yeah. things Geraldine the donkey uh, not yep. the donkey speak fine Geraldine the goat running yep. off Geraldine the, the goat eating everything Yep. Yeah, and the um, cool. What was their wine they used to drink? The homebrew oh, wine. Oh, metal that? wine or something but like that. But then that, ironically, that I always find is very similar to Reggie Perrin. Yes. Because was um, it his brother-in-law? Yeah, the brother-in-law, the army. No, I think it was. Wasn't it son-in-law? Something wasn't it the? the uh, I think his brother-in-law was. Oh, I can't remember the actor's name now. Was it's it Jeffrey done. Palmer? Was in the Jeffrey army. Jeffrey Palmer was the, the yeah. army. That's Bit the of a cock up on the cater in front. That's the brother-in-law. That's the one. And then the son-in-law 
Yeah, was this uh, sort of hip proto yeah, hippie? Hipster. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Very seventies again. Brown clothes, yeah. a lot of corduroy. Brown mustache. Brown mustache. A lot of corduroy. A lot of corduroy. Very seventies. Yeah. A lot of friction corduroy. going on as you walked. <laughs> there was a lot of friction. <laughs> but yeah, you had him, and he, he used to brew sort of nettle wines and things like that as well. I think mm. because in if I, I again apologies if I'm not quite right on this when in the third no the second series of Reggie Perrin. Um, is that when he came back as his own cousin? That was, yeah, in, towards the latter part of that series, he opened the grot shop. That's right, the grot I think, shop. And they started selling that wine in it. I That's think. Right. I think I'm right in saying yeah. that. And no, it was, I think you're it right. was anything yeah. that was that was useless, essentially. Anything that was broken it? or useless suddenly become. Yeah, you but had then s- he got in this never ending circle of escaping his life, going back to his life. Yeah. It all happened again. He left Sunshine Desserts for a new life. It's always the same group of people. Open the grot shop. Always then... the same group yeah. of people, everything. Yeah. Yeah, obviously with grot, yeah, he started, once it, it took off, he started employing all his old former bosses and colleagues. That's right. Um, and friends and family. And then obviously... Joe, the secretary. The yeah. busty secretary. Obviously the, Reggie Perrin, the most famous thing, obviously, is at the end of series one, he goes and leaves his clothes and, and goes into the sea. That's the whole point of, mm. you know, we, we refer to it, don't we, as doing a pairing. It's, it, and I think most Do of people, yeah, everyone yeah. does. And even we've joked about it before, about doing a pairing. Just a pile of clothes yeah. on the beach. But of course, when it comes to the second series, am I right saying at the end of that one, it was not only Reggie, it was his wife as well, I think. Yeah, because um, didn't they go off to a commune or something? I think they, st- for, for season three, I think they, or series three, we're British after all, uh, I think they started a commune, I think. Or oh, they joined a commune. Something I'll seems be honest, to stand out it, about a commune. It, it wanes somewhat. Because his cousin, he tended to be his own cousin from Australia, and then she fell in love with... And but she knew it was him anyway. She knew it was him anyway. It's all very convoluted. I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. When it comes to Reggie Perrin, I think series one is the ultimate. It all got very you know, convoluted, for, didn't it? It did. Series yeah. one was the, was the better one by far because it was unique at the time. But something we've also noticed with these brown sitcoms is a, a, a lot of crossover of the same character appearing in all of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sorry, not the same. Actor yeah, same actors appearing in all of them. You get a, various characters. Yeah, you get a lot of actors that appear in all these things. I mean, Jeffrey Palmer, ironically, you know, you mentioned about being Reggie Perrin's brother-in-law, um, which he is, and he's done a lot. I mean, I know slightly going to the side, he done things like Butterflies. I think it's Butterflies, wasn't it? With our husband. Butterflies. Which, ironically, yeah. Nicholas Lindhurst, I think again, as, as, again, another son. one, the son, again, another crossover of a character yeah. of, of an, an actor. He was in Forty Towers as the doctor who just wanted. Sausages. Jeffrey Palmer was brilliant. Yeah. I've got to say, I do love that episode, The Kipper and the Pulse. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, okay. I, I do like that. That's, yeah. um, and yeah. going back to the good life, Paul Eddington, who was Jerry, yes. was obviously in one of your favourites, Yes Minister. Yeah, he was. Yes Minister and Yes Prime Minister, as the Right Honourable Jim Hacker, or James Hacker. Yeah, I do like that, I must admit. And It's, it's funny, because I think I first caught that on one of the many repeats of all these programmes. I think it was on BBC Two in a, in a in daytime when I was... I Other channels school. are available. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We're not in it for advertising. Um, but if you do want to use it for advertising, by all means. But I think... I, I saw that, yeah, when I was at school, I think, and I saw it on a, on a replay, or, you know, on BBC Two, again, other channels. But it just sort of hooked me. But again, that's very brown. It's ministerial brown. It's, uh, again, a lot of brown. You've got a lot of wood panelling in the offices, a yeah. lot of brown drinks, ice scotch... Brandy, brown suits, brown, brown suits, brown flares again. Brown everything brown again. Brown ties again. Yep. Brown wing collars. Yeah, I mean, more so for Yes Minister compared to Yes Prime Minister. Prime Minister, they, they moved away. Ironically, I think they moved more into the grey territory with that. <laughs> as, as odd as it is, I think it got later in. For well, some it's way, politics. I, There's no black and white. It's grey. I think grey replaced the brown. You know, that's, that's, in, in the sitcom world, that's what I think it did. But, you know, again, great series. Again, but a lot of, lot of people in it, to and fro mm. in. Just, you know, a, a lot of the same sort of actors cropping up. Up. But again, you, you think of um, Good Life, Margot, 
can't quite remember. I can't remember. I can never remember her name. Yeah, but she she appeared in quite a few things. You know, it, again in that sitcom world. To the Manor Born. To the Manor Born. Bit bit later. I think that was maybe early eighties. I think that stretched into that the was, early eighties. Yeah, that's pretty. Not so brown because being in the country, a lot of green. A lot of green. Yeah. It, uh, well, again, maybe being in the early eighties, it went from uh, brown to grey to green. You know, it went it went natural down that progression. road. Natural so, progression. Yeah, I think so. But of course, you know, one of the main stars. If you, if you mention oh, to the man aboard, I know where you're there, going with There's this. a certain person you have to mention, and you know. And was he, he also in an episode of Rising Dead? Why did you He was. He he played Hillary. Hillary, Hillary Devere, I think it was. Bit of a, a bit of an air about him. Suave. Suave. Um, bit thespy. Bit cavalier. You know. Yeah. yeah. There's all these things. Rocked a um, sash. Rocked a good sash. Yeah, very very good sash. Uh, I mean, he himself went on to do. I, I got this feeling he did a program again, maybe in the uh, later '80s, which Jeffrey Palmer was also in, and they both played the same character, or it was something along these lines. Executive? No, it wasn't. Was it executive stress? Maybe something like that. I think you go on your own. With yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think that that's got some sort of vague, you know, vague tingling in my in my memory, so to speak. But yeah. Uh, Ironically, we're going to talk about this in in, you know, in future episodes. In future episodes about this particular um, actor appeared in a lot of the program, the other programs that we, we you know we will be talking about things like the ITC series um, coming soon uh, and things like that. And of course, the actor is does he really need to be said? It's the one only.